Chapter 12 The Ultimate Purpose of Life Everything that lives, lives not alone, not for itself. William Blake The sage of Shivana were not only the most youthful people I have ever met, observed Julian. They were also, without a doubt, the kindest. Yogi Raman told me that when he was a child, as he waited for sleep, his father would step softly into his rose-covered hut and ask him what good deeds he had performed through the course of that day. Believe it or not, if he said that he hadn't done any, his father would request that he get up and perform some act of kindness and selfless service before he was permitted to go to sleep. Julian went on, One of the most essential of all the virtues for enlightened living that I can share with you, John, is, that, is this one. When all is said and done, no matter what you have achieved, no matter how many summer homes you own, no matter how many cars sit in your driveway, the quality of your life will come down to the quality of your contribution. Does this have something to do with the fresh yellow roses in Yogi Raman's fable? Of course it does. The flowers will remind you of the ancient Chinese proverb, a little bit of fragrance always clings to the hand that gives you roses. The meaning is clear. When you work to improve the lives of others, you indirectly elevate your own life in the process. When you take care to practice random acts of kindness daily, you own, your own life becomes far richer and more meaningful. To cultivate the sacredness and the sanctity of each day, serve others in some way. Are you suggesting that I get involved in some voluntary work? That's an excellent starting point. But what I'm speaking of is much more philosophical than that. I'm suggesting that you adopt a new paradigm of your role in this planet. You're losing me again. Shed some light on the term paradigm. I'm not familiar with it. A paradigm is simply a way of looking at a circumstance or at life in general. Some people get the, see the glass of life as half empty, the optimist see it as half full. They interpret the same circumstance differently because they have opt, adopted a different paradigm. A paradigm is basically the lens through which you see the events of your life, both internal and external. So when you suggest that I adopt a new paradigm of my purpose, are you saying that I should change my outlook? Sort of. To dramatically improve the quality of your life, you must cultivate a new perspective of why you are here on earth. You must realize that just as you enter the world with nothing, you are destined to live with nothing. This being the case, there can be only one real reason for you your being here. And that would be to give yourself to others and to, and to contribute in a meaningful way, Julian replied. I am not saying that you can't have your toys or that you must give up on give up your law practice and devote your life to the disadvantage although I have recently met people who have taken this course of action with great satisfaction Our world is in the midst of great change people are trading in money for meaning lawyers who used to judge people for the size of their pocketbooks are now judging people by the size of their commitment to others by the size of their hearts the teachers are leaving the wounds of their secure jobs to nurture the intellectual growth of needy kids living in the combat zones we all we call inner cities people have heard the clear call for change people are realizing that they are here for a purpose and that they have been given special gifts that will aid them to realize it what kind of special gifts exactly the ones i have been telling you about all evening an abundance of mental ability Boundless energy, unlimited creativity, a storehouse of discipline and a wellspring of peacefulness. 
it is simply a matter of unlocking these treasures and applying them for some common good noted julian i'm still with you so how can one go about doing good i'm simply saying that you should make it a priority to change your world view so that you stop seeing yourself purely as an individual and start seeing yourself as part of the collective so i should become kinder and gentler realize that the most noble thing you can do is to give others the sages of the east call it the process of shedding the shackles of self it is all about losing your self consciousness and starting to focus on a higher purpose this might be in form of giving more to thou those around you whether it means your time or your energy these truly are your most two most valuable resources it could be something as major as taking a one year sabbatical to work with the poor or something as minor as letting a few cars pass in front of you in the middle of a crushing traffic jam it might sound corny but if there's one thing that i have learned it is that your life moves to a more magical dimension when you start striving to make the world a better place yogi raman said that when we are born we are crying while the world rejoices he suggested that we should live our lives in such a way that when we die the world cries when we are rejoicing i knew julian had a point one of the things that was starting to bother me about practicing law was that i didn't really feel i was making the sort of contribution i knew i was capable of making sure i had the privilege of litigating a number of precedent setting cases that had advanced a number of good causes but law had become a business for me rather than a labor of love i was an idealist in law school like so many of my contemporaries over cold coffee and stale pizza in our dorm rooms we had planned to change the world almost 20 years have passed since then and my burning desire to advocate change has given away given way to my burning desire to pay off my mortgage and build up my retirement fund i realized for the first time in a long while that i had encountered myself in a middle class cocoon one that sheltered me from society at large and one i had grown accustomed to let me share an old story with you that might really hit home julian continued there was once a feeble feeble old woman who whose loving husband died so she went to live with her son and her wife and daughter every day the woman's sight grew worse and her hearing grew worse some days her, her hands trembled so badly the peas on her plate rolled onto the floor and the soup ran from her cup her son and his wife couldn't help but be annoyed at the mess she made and one day they said enough was enough so they set up a little table for the old woman in a corner next to the uh, broom closet and made her eat all of her meals there alone she would look at them at meal times with tear filled eyes from across that room but they hardly talked to her while they ate except to scold her from dropping a spoon or a fork one evening just before dinner the little girl was sitting on the floor playing with her building blocks what are you making her father asked earnestly i'm building a little new table for you and your and mother she said so you can eat by yourself in the corner some day when i get back the father and mother were moved to silence for what seemed like an eternity then they started to weep in that instant they became aware of the nature of their actions and the sadness they had caused that night they led the old woman back to the rightful place at their big dinner table and from that day on she ate all her meals with them and when a little morsel of food fell off fell off the table or a fork strayed onto the floor nobody seemed to mind any more 
In the story, the parents were not bad people, Julian said. They simply needed the spark of awareness to light their candle of compassion. Compassion and daily acts of kindness make life far richer. Take the time to meditate every morning on the good you will do for others during your day. The sincere words of praise to those who least expect it. The gestures of warmth offered to friends in need. The small tokens of affection to members of your family for no reason at all. All add up to a much more wonderful way to live. And speaking of friendship, make sure you keep them in constant repair. A person with three solid friends is very wealthy indeed. I nodded. Friends add humor, fascination and beauty to life. There are few things more rejuvenating than sharing a belly-bursting laugh with an old friend. Friends keep you humble when you get too self-righteous. Friends make you smile when you are taking yourself too seriously. Good friends are there to help you when life throws out throws one of its little curves at you and things look worse than they seem. When I was a busy educator, I had no time for friends. Now I am alone except for you, John. I have no one to take long walks in the woods with, with when everyone else is nestled into the cocoon of a soft, hazy slumber. When I have just put down a wonderful book that has moved me deeply, I have no one to share my thoughts with. And I have no one to open my soul to when the sunshine of a glo- glorious autumn day warms my heart and fills me with joy. Julian quickly caught himself. However, regret is not an activity for which I have any time. I have learned from my teachers in Shivana that every dawn is a new day to the one who is enlightened. I have always viewed Julian as a sport of superhuman legal gladiator. Crunching through the arguments of his opponents as a martial artist, martial artist does that a thus through a stack of heavily reinforced boards. I could see that the man I had met many years ago had been transformed into one of a very different nature. The one in front of me was kind, gentle and peaceful. He seemed secure in who he was and in his role in the theatre of life. Like no other person I had ever met, he seemed to see the pain of his past as a wise old teacher and yet at the same time he served notice that his life was far more than the slum of some of events gone by. Julian's eye glittered in the hope of things yet to come. I was enveloped by his sense of delight for the wonders of this week and caught up in his unbridled joy for living. It appeared to me that the well-heeled had indeed been elevated from a human being through passing through life without a care for anyone to a spiritual being passing through life caring only about others. Perhaps this was the path that I too was about to walk.